Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Croft. Hey, good morning, everybody. It's the end of the week here on Political Coffee. Yes, that's the name of the show. And you know what that means. It means you have the opportunity to call and talk about whatever you want to talk about politically today. It doesn't have to be anything that I'm looking at. What's on your mind? That's something you want to get off your chest? Well, that's what we do on Fridays, and we call it Freedom Fridays. You're on Political Coffee. Great to have you with us. 503-589-1220 is that Power Buke GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to Jeff at 1220.am. Or Jeff at kslm.news. Oh, folks, by the way, did you see that Tucker Carlson interviewed Alex Jones? They had dinners, drinks, and then they prank called Brian Stelter. (laughs) And he answered. There's a video of it. Oh, that's just hilarious, isn't it? By the way, speaking of Tucker, Tucker for vice president, Revolver News said Tucker just got, here's the headline of the story, Tucker just got the most powerful endorsement yet for Veep, and Trump is reportedly thrilled. So, who is it that gave Tucker this really big, Endorsement, I'll tell you, but not right now. You're going to have to wait. (laughs) Actually, it's a story that broke yesterday. I I can't wait. (laughs) Melania. Melania wants Trump to pick Tucker as the vice presidential candidate. This story broke yesterday. Benny Johnson tweeted about it. I saw something about it. Um... (laughs) And Trump is thrilled. You know, I I have to tell you, I hope he does. It would just throw things into such turmoil. Ain't it great? A state employee who shall never be named has sent me a couple of stories. One of them is about record Coho Salmon returning in the Willamette Basin. This is a registered guard story. Just under 40,000 coho have, pissed the, have passed rather the fist counters at Willamette Falls. September, October, November, and so far in December. That breaks the previous record of 24,000 in 2021. And it obliterates the 20-year average of 12,000 fish per year. Now, this is running contrary to Chinook steelhead that aren't doing quite as well. So why are the coho doing so well? Massive numbers. A record number ever. Why? And what does it mean for the argument that we got to shut down the dams, Mr. Federal Judge? Because apparently they're doing pretty good. 
and those terrible dams, this state employee writes. It is thought that these terrible dams have damaged the salmon population in the Willamette Basin rivers. Well, apparently not, at least not with coho. And then there's this other story about, yes, the meanness of the Salem staff, Salem City staff. Oh, yeah. They're cutting hours on the Salem Public Libraries. And, of course, they've created a task force. A task force that they just are choosing to fund. They're going to be voting on whether to approve a revenue task force charter and then fund the task force to come up with new ways to take more money from you. You know, like public safety levy or a fee increase. Folks, they want to fund just the task force to come up with new ideas how to tax you more, how to squeeze more blood out of your turnip. They want to fund the task force with $302,000. How about if you do it for nothing? Volunteers. How about that? Imagine that. These people have not learned their lesson. They will not learn their lesson until we the people, you the people, because you get to vote on it. I don't live in there. Until you stand up and get rid of these morons. That's what they are. They're morons. They seem incapable of understanding the message of an 83% rejection of their stupid income tax. That's why I call them morons. They're not really. They're smart people. They're ideological morons because they're Marxists. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. There's other things. Did you see that Hunter Biden got indicted by the Department of Justice for tax evasion? The Federalist story about this is by Margot Cleveland, who's a lawyer, writes for the Federalist. She says there's only one explanation for Hunter Biden's simple indictment taking so long. 2020 election interference. Remember, the subheadline is the charges are so straightforward and stale, it is incomprehensible they were not brought against Hunter Biden in 2019 or early 2020. Now, let me ask you a question. This is a federal grand jury in California, by the way, that returned this indictment. Special counsel David Weiss opted for the low-hanging fruit. <laughs> Would be an understatement, she writes. He limited the charges to crimes that fell into his lap. The simplicity of the charges underscores the protect Biden racket that has operated out of the Delaware U.S. Attorney's Office for years. Folks, who was president during this time when these charges should have been filed? 
Donald Trump was. Why weren't these charges filed? Because of the swamp creature who has absolutely turned against him, brought to him by Vice President Mike Pence, the Attorney General at the time that Trump agreed to, William Barr. Now, why wasn't this done? Why wasn't these simple tax charges brought forward in 2019 or early 2020? Well, it's because Bill Barr didn't want Trump reelected, didn't want to hurt Biden's opportunity to steal the election. That's why. By the way, speaking of this, David Axelrod lets the cat out of the bag. The special counsel Weiss, who was the U.S. attorney who didn't bring the charges forward during the time that he should have in 2019. David Weiss, here's what Axelrod says, charging Hunter Biden in California shows a difference between initial handling of the case. Folks, it's all about making the argument that the Justice Department is not biased to protect Joe Biden. Now, I'm telling you, folks, it's all smoke and mirrors because it's obvious they are. Now, this is all trying to deflect attention from the damning emails and charges coming forward from whistleblowers that the DOJ clearly has been protecting Joe Biden. And long before Biden became the inhabitant of 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, I have a hard time calling him president. It's Freedom Friday. What do you want to talk about? 503-589-1220 is the Power of Buke GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to jeff at 1220.am, jeff at kslm.news. There is a new candidate to run for mayor in Portland in 2024. It is Renee Gonzalez, who is the most described in his OPB article as the most conservative out of his progressive leftist Marxist. No, I added those last two. Colleagues. Now, our buddy Curtis was there and sent me a text saying that there are about 200 people there, very enthusiastic. Now, Gonzalez is a former corporate lawyer and a business owner who describes himself as a centrist. Now, he oversaw the, Fortland, the, the fire bureau and emergency management departments and takes credit for the city's 911 call center actually responding like they should because they hadn't been, folks. Remember the stories we talked about that? A lot of them. Responding to emergency calls more swiftly in recent months. He's also entered, joined feckless Ted Wheeler, who's smartly choosing not to run again. You know, trust fund baby, who's a, nothing more than a stupid left. I'm sorry, I shouldn't use word like that. He, <clears throat> anyway, introducing a proposal to ban drug use in public areas. A policy that has gained unanimous council support. Even the Marxist 
on the Portland City Council can see how bad Measure 110 has made Portland. And Portland deciding, ah, we're just not going to, we're just going to look the other way. You know that open-air drug market they have in downtown Portland? Yeah. So he's been criticized because he has stood up for what works in Portland, folks. He used his position overseeing Portland Fire and Rescue to bar the Portland Street response staff from distributing tents and tarps to people living outside. Hello. He uses common sense, just like you have to with your kids. You don't reward your kids breaking the family rules, do you? Why? Because it's not good for the family. It's not good for the kids. It's not good for society. Because once you start breaking the rules and there's no accountability, what happens? You go break more rules, bigger rules, more important rules, because you know nothing's going to happen to you. Renee Gonzalez said, no, we're going to stop that. We're not going to distribute. We're not going to enable more homelessness. Good for him. There's more. There's lots to talk about. It is Friday. I've got some great emails. I'll start reading them to you. When we come back, it is 620 in the morning. Freedom Friday, what do you want to talk about? 503-589-1220 is the Power Buick GMC talk line. Back in a moment. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Hey, everybody. Great to be back with you. It is Freedom Friday. That means you can call and talk about whatever you want to talk about politically today. Maybe you want to talk about this story about Portland sees a drop in brick-and-mortar retail stores. Gee, I can't imagine why. Open-air drug market, homelessness. It looks like Tijuana downtown. Antifa and the, and the BLM thugs rule the streets because the Portland City Council won't let the cops do their job because they have a DA who won't prosecute the people breaking the rules, breaking store windows, so that even liberal businesses that support liberals have to leave downtown. Man, I can't imagine why that would happen. Silly me. <laughs> um, Julie writes an email about college presidents. And folks, you've, if you have not seen this story uh, today, uh, you're, you're missing one of the great stories of pushback. See, there's Gateway Pundit story. CEO of Stone Ridge Asset Management withdraws a $100 million donation to the University of Penn, UPenn, due to the president, Liz McGill's anti-Semitic remarks before Congress. It's about time. $100 million, a lot of money. Maybe they ought to, you know, the board of the University of Pennsylvania, a lot of fire Liz McGill. 
I mean, losing a hundred millions, you know, that's no no small amount of money. Julie writes this, one of the most disgusting yet enlightening demonstrations of evil and stupidity was the congressional hearing concerning anti-Semitic riots on these so-called elite college campuses. The women presidents were unable to render a yes-no answer to, the, to allowing the radicals calling from the river to the sea, even though they and the rioters know neither the names of the river or the sea. I would never allow my Catholic children to attend those schools. Like the women's rights groups, these three women presidents will not support the idea Israeli women being raped to death by Hamas creatures as a crime or acts just as blatant, these rioting students and apparently these college presidents. Well said. Well said. It's Freedom Friday. What do you want to talk about? 503-589-1220 is the Power of Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. The Salem Reporter has a story here about school nurses. District administrators would be laid off under the budget-cutting plan. Story by Rachel Alexander. And starts off the fear-mongering. They got to emotionalize it. Here's the opening sentence. Salem schools next year will have fewer nurses to administer insulin and care for medically fragile students under budget cutting plan announced. Hey, you want to cut budgets? Why don't you cut the salaries? Seriously. You want to keep nurses there administering insulin and caring for medically fragile kids? Why don't you cut the salaries of your administrators? In fact, why don't you get rid of some administrators? Oregon has the if not the highest, almost the highest number of administrators per teacher in the nation, which means you're top heavy. But liberal reporters like Rachel have to start the emotional argument. So if somebody in your world, because that's what this show is dedicated to, isn't it, right? About, you know, trying to Persuade persuadables. If somebody in your world sees this story and says, oh, it's horrible. They've got to cut off. You should ask two questions. First of all, maybe they should cut some of the administrators and cut their pay since they're making over $250,000 a year, a bunch of them. And secondly, a lot of people have taken their kids out of the Salem-Kaiser School District. You don't need as many teachers, do you? Just talking a little common sense here. Let's go to the phones. Go to Art. Art, good morning. How are you? Oh, happy Freedom Friday. Yes. Well, <laughs> well, Jeff, I have the ultimate for you today. Daisha Johnson, the administrator of the Oregon Commission for the Blind, that is supposed to help blind people uh, find employment did the ultimate this week. We ha we're looking for a new director for the vending program. And lo and behold, one of the candidates was totally blind. He was a lawyer, knew the laws and all those kind of things. The elected committee wanted this guy to be our director. 
We were supposed to vote on it, Jeff. But the last time we got to vote on it, but this time, no, 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 no. You can't vote on it, even though the law says you're supposed to. And so what did she do? She picked aside a guy who wasn't as qualified as the other person and flipped the elected committee and her responsibility, the middle bird, and said, we're not going to improve things in Oregon for blind people. We're going to select a sighted guy. What do you think about that, Jeff? The executive director wouldn't hire the most qualified guy because he was blind and he was a lawyer. <laughs> for the Oregon Commission for the Blind. Uh, you know what I think about it? I it think sucks. that is Marxist stupidity by the person you've just mentioned that made the hire. That person needs to be fired. And hopefully, we're going to help you get that done. Long overdue. Art, thank you. Amen. God Back bless. In the have moment. a great Ronnie, weekend, everybody. You have a great weekend, too. Ronnie, you hang on through the bottom of the hour break. I can get you on the other side. It's 6.30. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Hey, everybody, we're back. It is Freedom Friday. That means you can call and talk about whatever you want to talk about um, politically today. It doesn't have to be what I'm talking about. I've just thrown a lot of things out there. I just wonder what you find interesting or what's on your mind. 503-589-1220 is the Power Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. Ronnie, uh, hang on and then We'll get to Paul after him. Jim writes an email. What the heck, Jeff? It's a Breitbart story about Republicans revolting against Speaker Mike Johnson, who has punted the deep state surveillance fight for a whole year. Now, we were told that this is just till April of next year. The problem is, is that the way it works within the surveillance community that has to go for an entire year. Boos. Jim writes, we already have major concerns with unwarranted surveillance and MJ, Marjorie Taylor Green, MTG Marge, as we call her, she's the one who blew this up yesterday if you saw, saw her little rant about it, is showing his shiny rhino underbelly an extension of FISA. Just another rat chewing the walls inside the house. So tired of hearing about these secretive closed-door meetings. We deserve better. Yeah, you're right. Tim, thanks for the stories uh, about vaccinated airline pilots dying in the co cockpit just recently. Ouch. As a pilot, I wouldn't want that to happen. Yikes. Let's go to the phones. We're going to start with Ronnie, and then we'll move to Paul. Paul and... Well, Ronnie, good morning, brother. What's on first, your mind today? First thing is, is I think uh, the 
guy need to sue on the ADA and discrimination. That uh, guide for the blind idiot. Second thing is, uh, what's up with my having two more extra baits after Christmas for the primary? What's wrong with my what's wrong with my national committee woman? I mean, chairman is terrible. Is she yeah. listening to some demons that's that wants to be lukewarm and say, "Oh, we need to cater to CNN." We got a problem. And the last thing I want to say is, is that uh, being down here, we've got two more days of Christmas trees. The weather's been good. Thanks for bringing some of that Oregon rain to the Sacramento Valley. I appreciated that. (laughs) And (laughs) the last thing is, my brother, is that we need to go on the offense on a school choice initiative. And uh, when I get back north, that's what I'm going to work on. Because I want the results of the $7,600 compared to $5,200 in Arizona. But look at the results. They're number two in education testing requirements. And we got to go on the forefront because we need a backbone. We need a message. And we need to move forward. And we need to gather the harvest that may be NAVs this year. That That's right. probably pretty They're well conservative. Right. For the pickings. Ronnie, good job. Be safe down there. Have safe travel back home. Enjoy the rain while it's there. That's Ronnie. In a moment, we'll chat with Paul. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. Call Freedom Heating and Air if you're air conditioning and your heating system because it's going to get cold like tonight. Call them if it doesn't keep up. Don't be miserable. Enjoy the benefits of a properly working HVAC system. Call them. They'll come out and fix it. They'll get it working for you. 503-580-1456. Let's go to Paul. Paul, good morning. Good morning. Go Army beat Navy. <laughs> yeah, that game's coming, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that's tomorrow. Uh, the story I want to tell is my grandfather on my mother's side graduated in Annapolis. His son, my uncle, graduated Annapolis. My cousin, my uncle's daughter, graduated Annapolis. She was actually one of the first women to drive a boat. Um, but I was the only smart one that went army. <laughs> my question is, do you think Brandon will show up tomorrow, even though there's so much grief about his uh, puppet masters trying to change mentality of the United States military? Or do you even think knows at the game tomorrow? To be honest with you, I think it depends on how much methamphetamine or cocaine they feed to Joe Biden to get him, or Brandon, as you call him, to get him hyped up enough that he can be halfway coherent. I think that's what's going on here. No, no, I'm serious. And there's, you're beginning to see stories trickle out, leaks, little things here and there in the mainstream press and otherwise on blogs and so forth, read by the press. Somehow there are people inside the White House that are starting to leak out that Joe Biden is getting hyped up. They give him amphetamines and stuff. In fact, there was a story. Somebody sent me a story 
Paul, you, you'll probably get a chuckle out of this, but Joe Biden at night wanders the White House naked, mumbling to himself. <laughs> now, I have no idea if that's true. And that's I an can awful believe idea. that. Um, well, right. So are you insinuating that the plastic bags that were found in the White House, what was it, last year, were his? I am, not Hunter's. I'm insinuating that the White House's and staff are pumping Joe Biden up on drugs. What else explains his act, his cognitive ability to be much better at one time and much worse at another? I know Alzheimer's and that kind of thing comes and goes. I get that. So I think that that's plausible explanation. But yes, I am insinuating. Obviously, somebody found drugs there, and it was obviously meant for somebody. So who's the person that would benefit the most? Not Hunter from drugs, Joe Biden would. I think it's a logical You make a valid point, sir. Yeah, God thank bless you, Paul. You. Appreciate Have a great it. weekend. You too. Appreciate you calling. Go Army, and, beat uh, Navy. Yeah, go Army, beat Navy. That's right. Doug writes an email about migration is hybrid warfare. Just like all good extortionists for the cabal, globalists Biden and Schumer warn Europe and chastise Congress if they won't spend hundreds of billions of more to protect the Ukrainian border. The Russians will march right into Europe. Does he mean like the thousands of fighting age Chinese men marching through our southern border every day? America's done. Well-organized terror cells are being set up throughout the country right under the Kazarian Mafia's noses. We are beyond voting them ourselves out of this mess. Playing a game of defense never works. So what we need to do is go on offense. You score points when you go on offense, right? I think so. Hey, something else. One way you can go on offense is to support everything we're trying to do with this radio station, what Mike Lindell's trying to do with election integrity. And you can do that by going to MyPillow.com and taking advantage of the incredible deals they have right now, including on some of those deals, they have like free shipping. All the great products that I use personally that I rave about because they work. You should try them. In fact, you should spend some of your hard-earned Christmas dollars with MyPillow and get these incredible discounts. Stretch those dollars further. When you use the promo code PC23, I'm doing it. I did it last year. I'm doing it again this year. PC23. Get these incredible deals on incredibly good products. And believe me, the people that you give them to will thank you for it. Let's go to the phones. We'll go back to Rich, and then we're going to move to Josh. Rich, good morning. Morning. The city of Salem can save a lot of money if they just go ahead and use their so-called very intelligent managers to come up with a new tax idea. <laughs> yeah, they wouldn't have to have a task force, right? Well, they, they wouldn't have to have a budget for 300 and some thousand dollars because they're already on the payroll. That's right. You know, Rich, yeah, you make other, too much common sense. The other thing, too, is, is that uh, personally, I'm getting real tired of uh, the sky is falling attitude from the animal farm from both sides from the progressive slash communist side and now it's leaking into the non-communist side 
the sky is falling stuff has got to stop and we just have to realize we're going to have to do more than what's going on. And I'd like to see some of these high-ranking politicians go to jail and not, not club fed either. So that would involve, um, you know, some Republicans in the House having courage for a change. Well, I think what they're going to do is they're going to negotiate with uh, O'Biden and say, we'll cut you a deal and we won't jail you or your son if you close the border. That's right. If you close the border. I Yep. In fact, those discussions I hear are being had now. Thanks, Rich. Appreciate it. Hey, Josh, hang on through the break. We'll be back in two minutes. You don't want to miss this. Some more great emails. Don't go away. 648. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. It's 10 minutes till the top of the hour. In a moment, we're going to chat with Joshua Michael of the Non-Compliant America show, which you hear on Saturdays here at 4 p.m. on KSLM. Got an email from Linda about airline pilots. She writes, I heard a couple of weeks ago some airlines are reducing pilots in the cockpit so they have no backup. How's that make you feel? But then when they pay them $448 an hour, I guess you have to cut somewhere. It's disgusting. Well, that's all a reaction to the um, Alaska Airlines pilot, you know, tried to crash the airplane, right, on approach because he was having a medical emergency. He was riding in the cockpit, which they can do. By the way, there's a story on OregonWatchdog.com today. That guy's being released from jail. Good grief. Josh, how are you? Good morning. Hey, Jeff. Thanks for joining me. Or, uh, yeah, I'm glad to join you. What are you guys talking about <laughs> tomorrow on your show? Okay, so tomorrow, the big thing we're going to talk about is moving this Overton window forward on the court of public opinion. There's been some massive, massive... Um, drops that have been happening with the alternative media on moving the Republican Party, more importantly, moving the American public toward understanding the uh, battle space that we're in in this uh, in this modern warfare system of information that we're in. We're not in a traditional kinetic war. It's all a war on information and the war of the court of public opinion on what people think. And that's why it's more important for your show and my show to be able to uh, spread some light and shine some light on some things going on all around the world, as well as how that pertains to us here locally, because it's a giant conglomerate system that's all interconnected. So the people that we're fighting, like the David Brock Smiths and the Tina Kotex and you know, you go to Arizona and all these different areas and facets, they're all kind of interconnected and being orchestrated by a similar group. So we're going to be talking about some of the, the recent things that have really uh, blown the lid off of exposing these people and, uh, and how we can fight against it and um, get ready for 
um, some of the attacks that they're going to be doing to us, like financial crisis and different things like that. Um, how do we counter that? And the best thing to do is independently get prepared for that. So that's kind of the premise of the show tomorrow. Awesome. And what's your website where people can listen or, and you also do podcasts too, right? Yeah. So they can listen to the podcast at any time um, at noncompliantamerica.com, just how it sounds. Um, you can go there. We got about a year and a year and some change uh, worth of episodes every day. There's over 80 episodes on there. We've interviewed senators. We've interviewed doctors. We've interviewed you know, all different types of stuff. We talk about similar stuff that you guys talk about on your show. Um, so, yeah, if you guys want to come over, take a listen, 4 o'clock every uh, Saturday at KSLM. And, uh, yeah, that's kind of the premise. Josh, thanks for uh, joining us today, and we'll talk to you uh, next week. Folks, listen tomorrow, 4 o'clock, Noncompliant America. Josh goes deeper on these individual subjects than what I do because I talk about multiple subjects. Josh goes deep into a subject so you can fully understand it, so you can be prepared to change your world. That's 4 o'clock tomorrow afternoon, KSLM, Noncompliant America. Um uh, Rick writes an email about Joe Biden. The reason Joe acts so differently at different times is the actor, the actor that's playing Joe Biden. He's truly amazing. Look how many people the actor has thinking he is really Joe. Folks, there's some interesting stuff out there comparing Joe Biden and his possible lookalike. Really interesting stuff about you know, Joe Biden's not ambidextrous, yet there are pictures of him using his left hand to sign versus his right hand to sign documents, you know, like the executive orders. Very interesting. The actor who's acting like Joe Biden from time to time, who sounds like him. Maybe that's why he whispers, but the actor has to whisper some. What do you think? 503-589-1220 is the Power Buick GMC talk line. PacWest Lobby is a great lobby group that is located primarily here in Salem, and they are effective, folks. They've been around a long time. I've known them a long time. And you know what? If you have an issue that you need to really impact state government on or maybe local government, like the city of Salem or maybe like the county, it's worth it to sit down and talk with PacWest Lobby. Go to pwlobby.com, pwlobby.com. They know what they're doing, and they lobby both sides of the political aisle, not just conservatives or not just Republicans. They lobby Democrats because they have some Democrat lobbyists. pwlobby.com. Let's go to the phones. Tim, good morning. How are you? What do you have to say on Freedom Friday today?
You have like the Truett Brothers development, soccer field, apartments, and brewery. Why would you want to invest in an area that floods? I see no reason why you can't get 81% of the people to vote in favor of keeping the dams. So again, that would require some leadership. Who who would do that? Who would step forward and try to put that idea out there? Who should do it? Let me ask you that. The only thing I know is I can hold a sign. Well, the one party the, that ought to be Republican. doing it that has the grand opportunity is the Republican Party. Where's the leadership That's of the Oregon Republican Party in pushing back against the idea of taking down dams? Where are they? Apparently, they're not interested because they're not talking about it. They're not putting forward resolutions. It, you know, folks, you want to make a difference. Get involved in the Republican Party and take it over. Take it over from the people who will not take a stand for common sense. Now, maybe some local parties have, and good on them. Where's the state Republican Party? I'm just asking the question, folks. Friends, thanks for joining us this week. You got a text message. Joe Biden is an AI bot. What? And this person writes, sorry, that would assign him more intelligence than he's capable of. Uh, there's a gateway pundit story here about Megan Kelly reveals what Chris Christie was saying to her at the debate commercial break. He was pretty ticked off. And why on earth, like Ronnie said, why would Ronna McDaniel, the chairwoman of the National Republican Party, schedule two more primary debates with CNN, of all people? Maybe she doesn't like Trump. And she's giving us the middle finger. Just say it. Friends, thank you all for joining me today. It's been an honor to have you in the audience this week. Keep praying for this country, for this state, and being willing every day to stand up and fight. Talk to you Monday.